be out in the community talking to individuals, talking to businesses, and if they have a specific need, I have the ability to go back to the office and say, you know, this business is looking for a product that will help them lend. They need a loan product that can help them purchase XYZ. And then the bank can try to design that product to meet the needs of those business owners or those homeowners. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse. Today we have Pam Days Lukatech, the Community Outreach Officer at Liberty Bank. She might have the greatest job in the world for a networker, as her job is to connect people to resources, both person to person and with the resources of the bank. She will share with us some of the programs Liberty has to help serve the community, as well as some of the benefits of banking locally. Let's get to know Pam Days Lukatech. I'm here today with Pam Days Lukatech with Liberty Bank. Uh, how are you doing today, Pam? Great. How are you, Michael? I'm doing very well. Uh, now, we spoke before. Uh, you told me about your job, and it sounded like the greatest job in the world. So tell me a bit about what your role is with Liberty Bank. Okay. Yes, it is a great job, and people tell me that all the time. Um, I am the Community Outreach Officer at Liberty Bank, and my job is to work out um, in the community with individuals to help them reach their financial goals and connect them with all of the great products, services, and employees at Liberty Bank. Okay, so it's a lot about connecting people to to resources and educating them. Exactly. That is the greatest job in the world. Um, so how did you how did you come to find this greatest job in the world? Um, well, I started out um, my banking career in accounting and finance. Um, but was also teaching uh, economics on the side and opportunity came up. I kind of wasn't feeling a hundred percent fulfilled in my job mm -hmm. and the opportunity came up to start working in the community, um, starting up an education program at a previous bank I worked at. And so when I did that, um, took that change, uh, ended up really loving it and expanding on it and growing. And then, um, about three years ago, got the opportunity to move over to Liberty. Okay. And, um, and so tell me a bit about Liberty Bank. So Liberty Bank is the oldest um, community bank in the state where uh, we just turned 195 years old. And uh, the great thing about working for a community bank is that that is, you know, their mission to work out in the community and to um, meet the financial needs of the members in the community. So it really goes hand in hand um, with, we have 750 employees and all the employees have special, um, you know, everyone is, has unique gift and skill and um, personality that just fits in and helps to meet all the financial needs, whether it's a consumer, business, a nonprofit, so as a community bank, is that like a, a mutual bank or what's the, the structure of that? Yes, it's a mutual bank. So we're owned by our depositors. We don't have shareholders. Um, our board of directors works to, you know, they're all community members and works to guide the bank to improving the community, the financial well-being of the community. Uh, and what's the reach of Liberty Bank? Because you guys are, are bigger than a lot of the other community banks in terms of footprint, right? 
Yes, our footprint, we're, uh, I think, the third largest community bank in the country. And um, we have a footprint just of the whole state of Connecticut, pretty much. Um, we stop uh, right before Fairfield County. Um, okay. And we don't, you know, do business in that area, but our branches don't go down that far. And so I actually came from, from Massachusetts. It seems like there's a lot of community banks and credit unions and, and alternatives to traditional for-profit banks down here. Is there is there a reason why there's so much community-based banking down here? Um, in New England, you mean in general? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's just because of the old New England um, structure, you know, and um, the banking industry started out as to, a means to help people obtain credit and, mm -hmm. you know, fulfill their um, financial needs. And it just continued to grow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it seems like, especially in this area, I'll occasionally talk to people who work with some of the, the larger banks that I won't name. Um, but they, but they'll, they'll tell me about the fees they face and the bad service and there's no branches and all these issues. And I'd be like, why, why would you do this when there's so many great options like Liberty bank to, to work with that are locally based and locally focused. It just seems, seems like a no brainer to work with these, these fantastic institutions. Um, and, and now, I, now are, are you able to do everything that the, the big national banks can do or are there limitations because of, of small size? No, I say just the opposite is true. I and mean, we can offer every um, service that a big bank can do, but we can do it with um, local individuals who know the needs of the community. You know, even better. It's even better. And mm -hmm. what, you know, that's really great um, about Liberty that we'll be out in the community talking to individuals, talking to businesses. And if they have a specific need, we have, I have the ability to go back to the office and say, you know, this business is looking for a product that will help them um, lend, you know, they need a loan product that can help them purchase XYZ. And then the bank can try to design that product to meet the needs of those business owners or those homeowners, whatever the case may be. So we can really customize our um, products to what the needs of the community are, as opposed to a big bank where you could never, you know, get something like that passed for <laughs> a small section of the country. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to the district manager, talks to the region manager, talks to the division manager, talks to the, and on and on and on. Yeah. And that, that's, that, that's a huge difference, certainly. So, so what are some of the, the projects? I know Liberty is involved in a number of different collaborations in the community and and projects that, that you wanted to share. So uh, tell us a bit about those. Yeah, so um, part of our community outreach, we have some amazing products and um, services and things going on now and partnerships. So uh, some of the things that I'm working on currently is we have a small business academy that's currently running. And we've always done them um, throughout the state in different areas. Um, but this is the first time we've had to go virtual because of uh, COVID-19. And our academy um, right now has 24 people in it. Um, it just started. And what that is, it's 10 classes. And we always partner with another organization. So this academy, we're partnering with um, Women's Business Development Council. And we're mm -hmm. partnering with the New London office, uh, Laura and Susan over there. And um, we're doing these sessions every Tuesday and Thursday morning for potential or um, business owners or people who have just started up their business. And the great thing about the Academy is 
they people will learn we get experts from all over the community to teach the different classes so we had our um, new london branch manager on talking about the banking service this week um, next week we might have a local accountant on talking about accounting for small businesses we'll have an insurance agent who can you know talk about different so it also builds the um applicants um it builds their network so now they know other people in the community that they can go out and talk to when they're in their business um prod, uh, process yeah and of course networks networks are hugely important as you know that i wrote i wrote one book and it's about networking so i'm yeah. a fan of networking as a concept right uh, so, yeah, so what, what else liberty involved with so um, we also are doing, um, we do a lot of home buying um, and financial literacy workshops, a lot of credit. You know, credit is one of the workshops that I have the most requests for. People sense. to understand how to build their credit or how to repair their credit or what does it mean to have a credit score and, you know, all of those little things that it's kind of, there's a lot of information out there, but it's kind of hard to decipher what, what is true and what isn't true. Um, so we did that. We did last weekend um, on Saturday a home buying workshop, and we partnered with the New London Library and TBCCA and had uh, 19 um, couples on there who were interested in, you know, either starting the process or wanting to know what they had to do to become homeowners. Um, so that was really fun. And that, you know, that's always an exciting um, group of people to work with because, you know, getting into home ownership is always such a um, exciting thing in, in one's life. So, and and, the, and credits credits vital. When I, I interviewed uh, David Haberfeld recently, who's a, uh, a a real estate investor, and and he was able to get started in his business because he was able to get hundred uh, percent financing because he had good credit, and he was able to just kind of leverage that from one project to the next. And if he, I think that's what separates a lot of people in the opportunity. If they don't understand credit, they can't maintain their credit, and then. They can't get a business loan. They can't get a investment loan. Um, so the best idea in the world, but they can't get financing because they don't know how credit works. So it's it's great that you're educating people that way. Right. And, you know, and it's some simple things as um, little as, you know, making sure you pay all of your bills on time. You know, some people just think, oh, I can just skip my, um, you know, credit card bill this month. It's not a big deal. I'll just pay twice next month. But just skipping that one month, you know, has a big hit on your credit report and your credit score. Mm -hmm. Making people aware of the, their responsibilities and knowing that, you know, you really have to be empowered with your finances to make sure you're doing everything correctly in order to get the best deals and the best opportunities. Especially when you're making a big purchase like a home, you know, a credit score, a difference of, you know, if you have a 620 or a 740, you know, that's a huge difference in the opportunities for different loan products you can get, better interest rates, and thousands of dollars you can save over, you know, the course of your uh, mortgage. Yep. And and uh, car buying as well. I, I used to work in the car business, and I'd see that all the time, that I'd quote someone, okay, your car is going to be 370 a month. And then they, they go into the finance office, and they're like, yeah, that's going to be 450 because your credit is lower than we thought it was. Right. And exactly. And if somebody is declared bankruptcy and then they have to go get a car, oh my, the, the interest rate they have to pay is. Mm -hmm. um, and because yeah. of that, Liberty um, came up with one of the products I was talking, we saw a need 
that people needed a way to build their credit. So we came up with our uh, credit builder program, um, which is great. It's a secured loan. And what happens is a lot of times if someone has really bad credit, they don't even have um, money that they can secure in um, a loan to build their credit. Mm -hmm. So we do the security piece for them. So say they uh, are going to get a loan for $1,000, we'll take $1,000, put it in um, a CD for them, lock it in there. They'll start making uh, monthly payments and we'll report those as an installment loan to the credit bureaus. It'll start building their credit. And then say at the end of the year, they will now have saved $1,000. If they made all their payments, we'll credit them back the interest they paid on the loan. They'll build their credit and have, you know, saved some money at the same time. So, yeah. And so so with that loan, you're not giving them $1,000. You're putting the $1,000 in the CD. So if they, if they do default, you're still covered. Right. And that's another thing that we do too is, you know, so say halfway through, they run into some hard time and they can't make their payment. So we'll see that they didn't make their payment. We'll contact them, you know, say you need to make your payment or it, this could negatively impact your credit. And if they say I can't, then we'll give them the opportunity then just to opt out. They can get back oh. the money they put in and that way their credit won't be impacted negatively by, by this. It'll just, you know, the program will just stop for them. That's incredible. I I had not heard about the program. That's that's amazing. Yeah, so many people are stuck in that in that cycle. I I owned a business in my twenties, which basically ruined my credit, and and I wasn't able to get a credit card for many many years till I got a secured one, where I effectively had to put down the money and it's almost a debit card that reports. Uh, but it was years before I was able to to even make any progress. And if no one will loan you anything, then how do you possibly rebuild your credit that way? Um, so what are the requirements to get into that program? Oh, anybody. You can just walk in a branch and ask for it, and um, you can you can be qualified for it. We do have, uh, require you to take um, a class on um, credit and budgeting, and you okay. can write online. We use the FDIC Money Smart, and we just ask you to take it online and print out the certificate and bring that in um, with you when you open the account. And that's it. No, you don't need any of your own money down to start or anything. So it's really simple. And um, we've had a lot of success with it. We've had a lot of uh, customers or um, potential customers um, come in and open um, these accounts. So and it seems like good business, too, because you're, you're taking someone who effectively is not in the banking market. They can't get a loan from anybody. You're helping to rebuild their credit and then presumably when they're now ready to buy a car or a loan or a house or something, um, now they're they have a relationship with Liberty to to take the next step in their credit journey. Right, exactly. And I think you know just all of um, our community outreach and working with individuals kind of helps foster that people feel comfortable and and feel like they can get um, relate with somebody in the in the bank, and that's why they choose to bank with us. Um, another. Yeah, and- no, go ahead. Oh, another program that we have um, similar to the Credit Builder is our IDA program. Mm-hmm. And um, I love this one. This is an individual development account. And what happened was in the state, um, the state and federal used to fund IDA accounts. What that is, it's um, a match savings. So 
what an uh, individual would open up um, an account in order to purchase a particular asset, to save for an asset. So say they needed a car um, or they needed to purchase a home, they wanted to purchase a home or do something for towards higher education. So they would open their account and when they reached a certain um, point, ours right now is $1,000, then it would get matched um, either 1,000 or 2,000. And so then the person would now have $3,000 to pay, um, go towards the purchase of their asset. Oh, wow. So then, yeah, the check would be directly made, uh, you know, if they were getting a car to the car dealer, if they're purchasing the home to the attorney for the closing. So when the funds dried up for that with the federal and state funding, um, Liberty Bank just, it decided to keep that going. And so right now, um, I partner with TVCCA and um, Habitat in the um, uh, southeastern Connecticut area. And we um, do IDAs for um, individuals to, for home buying and um, uh, a few for auto. And so it's really a great, and we partner with United Way of Southeastern Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So when the individual um, gets a thousand dollars in their account, say it's with TVCCA, uh, TVCCA um, will say, you know, Joe um, is ready to purchase their home now. And then Liberty Bank will match a thousand and United Way will match a thousand. And then we will cut a $3,000 check and it will go to the attorney to, um, for their home to go towards a closing costs or whatever they need for their home purchase. So what are the requirements of that part? Are there like income limits or what's? Yes. Yep. So whatever um, agency we're working with. Um, so we work with different um, nonprofit agencies across the state for this program. Um, so usually we um, come up with guidelines, the Liberty, Liberty Bank guidelines and the guidelines the agency has and come up with a program. So, um, you know, so with TVCACA, it's... Um, I think it's 60% of the median income. Um, and then Habitat has their guidelines for their home ownership program. So people who are um, in the Habitat program will then get an IDA and um, that will help towards their closing costs as well. Wow, that's a that's a great program as well. And, and these are not the kind of things you think of banks as, as doing. Uh, you know, banks are not thought, thought, thought to be in the business of giving money away. They're thought to be in the business of lending it and then taking it back and getting a bunch more. Um, so it's really you know cool that, that you're doing these kinds of programs that help. Although, again, they're, they're good business because if you can get people on their feet and get them into the, into the active finance world, then they, be, they can't be customers for your product if they have low interest rates and no financial literacy. Right. You know, it's great because a lot of times, um, you know, I've done over the years, lots of different classes for either um, adults or students. And, um, and it's great because then maybe five years later, I'll run into them, you know, somewhere in the community and they'll come up and they'll say, oh, you know, remember I, I took a home buying class and, you know, now my husband and I bought a home last year and it, it's great and, you know, different things like that. So it's, it's really rewarding, but you can kind of being a community bank and living and working in the community, you really stay in contact with everyone and, and see the progress that they've made. So it's really mm -hmm. rewarding. Yeah. And, and of course I'm familiar with, with Liberty uh, through the foundation, I believe it's through the foundation that partners with Rotary every Thanksgiving. 
Oh, for the Turkey Drive. With the Turkey Drive. Yes. So that program has been around for quite a long time. Um, I think it's over 16 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, how that works is the local branches partner with their local rotary and um, start collecting money for the Turkey Drive. And for every dollar collected, Liberty Bank matches 25 cents. And last year we had over $565,000 raised for turkeys for um, individuals who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford them. That's a lot of turkeys. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great, that's a signature program that comes from our foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a great program. And, and so many rotary clubs, large and small, I mean, with our, I'm in the Groton Rotary Club and, where we engage in a smaller way. I think, I think it's one club raises $60,000 or something every year uh, just for that. Cause that's kind of the main, main focus, which, you know, when you're getting matched 25%, that's $15,000 of, of additional money, which is as much as we raise in our whole golf tournament. So. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it is really um, a great program and helps a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so are there any, any, any other programs you wanted to, to share? Um, I think those are our key, you know, key ones going on right now. Um, in addition to, we are, are doing some, a lot of online uh, virtual classes. We're doing some for disaster recovery, financial disaster recovery to try to help people who have had, um, you know, uh, different problems through this period with their finances and also um, how to prepare for future um now, you know, it's given, this has given a lot of people a wake up call, like mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I do need to start building up my reserve savings or planning better or budgeting better. So, you know, we're offering uh, classes. We partner with, we either offer them ourselves or we partner with a lot of great nonprofits throughout the area to offer all these classes. Yeah. And that's, that's hugely important. I, I actually recently started uh, studying the Dave Ramsey solutions which is uh, ah, kind of yes. along the lines of what you're teaching and i I'd, I'd, I'd gotten as far as having an extra thousand dollars in the bank before um covid19 hit and and it was good that it was there i mean fortunately we, we weren't hit that hard and um because my my family's lucky in terms of where where and how we work but uh but it was still it was good to have that cushion and that that assurance that um we had some and i think yeah so many people are are on the edge so many people don't have two hundred dollars in the bank for right for uh, for any kind of emergency Right. Yeah. And it can be, you know, something major like this, or it can even just be a small individual emergency, like a health, you know, family health issue, Mm -hmm. or, you know, something happens with your car. And um, so it's really um, important to help people um, on their, you know, financial journeys and and planning the future. I should just, uh, on the day we're recording this, I, we put out the interview with Always Home. And oh. always home, which of course helps families to avoid homelessness. And oftentimes it's, it's some downward spiral starts, like a car breaks down and they don't have $200 or $400 for a car repair. And then they can't get to work and then they can't get daycare and then downward spirals. And eventually they're on the street unless someone interrupts that process. So, you know, for, for want of $500 of savings, um, a family can end up in, in a desperate situation. So. And and I, and and I imagine you're probably teaching them about kind of where to find the money to put away and and to build a uh, to build that cushion. And yeah, exactly. And and try to just make them. You know, one of the things that we really like to do with our financial is really to empower the individuals to start really 
um, looking out for themselves and, and going the extra mile and doing the research and taking the time because, you know, maybe they already have expenses that they're overpaying because they didn't look closely at the fine print for different things. Mm -hmm. so, you know, helping people to become in charge of their financial future is really important. I, I had no idea how much money I spent eating out until I stayed inside for two months. And yeah, <laughs> so many people are saying that and how much money they saved on gas, you know, mm -hmm. the driving they did and, and all things yep. like that. Yeah, well, I drove a lot for work, so I knew how much I was spending for that. But but just the incidental, you know, $5 here and $10 there. And, and uh, you know, even when you think you're being being cheap, 50, 80, 100 bucks a week for, for lunch for work uh, adds right. up pretty quick. It does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, um article, and it was called The Latte Factor. And it, it mm -hmm. about, you know, if you were getting two lattes a day, how much money you would have. And that's why one of the stories I like to talk with um with high school students, if you stopped at Dunkin' Donuts every day on your way to school and, you know, you got a large coffee, at the end of the year, you spent over $1,000 on just that coffee. And, and they're all like, oh, wow, I could use $1,000 right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that comes up a lot when people say, well, I don't make enough to be able to save $1,000. Um, right. And but but they're going to Dunkin' Donuts every day or they're they're nickel and diming here and there. And they might be able to shave off. You know, three dollars a day, three times three sixty-five is a thousand. If they could shave off three dollars of of spending, then then they've got that thousand dollar cushion. Right, and that's you know one of the uh, goals too with our IDA and Credit Builder is to try to get people. You know, they start saving because they are in this program, but then keep it going. You know, so now mm -hmm. reach the goal for your asset, but still keep that account open and keep putting in that fifty dollars a month because you might end up having a problem with your new home, you know, something's yep. going to break and you're going to need some extra money. So kind of getting that idea in uh, people's minds. And really it can be all income levels, you know, that need to, to learn this because mm -hmm. sometimes, um, you know, sometimes people who make the most money are the worst savers than uh, those who are on a, a tighter budget. They know how to, how to save better at times. So. Yeah, you often hear those stories of people who, who they get a new job and they they think they deserve a new car, or they deserve a bigger house, or or they they want to treat themselves, and they treat themselves to a seven year loan, and uh, suddenly they're like, where where's all my money? Right. Yeah, you know, my 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 AGI is one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, but I have no money. What's going on? So that's <laughs> yeah, right. and it's it's good you're teaching all this. So the it the the programs you talk about are the. Uh, individual development account and the credit builder program. Okay. Yep. Uh, and, and how would people uh, learn more about those? And of course, other things. Um, that Liberty so Bank offers? Sure. So you can go to um, our website at uh, liberty-bank.com or um, anyone can contact me um, at any time. And um, also you can stop in any of our branches. Um, right now we are open by appointment only or through our drive-through, but um, you can, you know, call and make an appointment if you're interested in opening a credit builder account um, or need to, um, to learn more about any of these products and our small business academy. Any, all of our classes are listed on our website as well. And they're, okay. you know, being updated and, and added to the list. Well, that's great. Do you have any final comments before I let you go? 
Uh, no, it was really great um, getting to meet you and to get the word out and, you know, definitely um, come to call me or contact me, anybody who um, needs to, uh, wants to, is interested in any of these um, projects or programs, or if you have any new ideas, we're always looking um, for feedback from the community on different um, things that we can do to help. And how would someone get in touch with you? What's the, the number, email, whatnot? Um, so um, my email is um, pdays-lukatish at liberty-bank.com, which is really long. So um, you can always do that. Or if you go to uh, liberty-bank.com, um, you'll see me under um, community development. Okay. That might be easier to remember. Right. Anyone's like listening to this while driving. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much. It's been great to have you on the show. It's been really interesting to learn about that credit builder program uh, and some of the other things you do. And I appreciate you taking the time. Yes. Thank you for having me, Michael. All right. Thank you. I always say that I only want to bank with an institution if I can reach their headquarters in an afternoon drive. Local banks and credit unions have the ability to be responsive in a way that big banks cannot. It is inspiring to see just how committed so many of our local companies are to making the communities that support them better places to live. Every year, as part of Rotary, we raise money for the Turkey Drive fundraiser, and we give thousands of dollars to Groton Human Services to provide hearty Thanksgiving dinners to people who might otherwise have to do with less. It is so great that Liberty Bank can help support that program. If you hear about all this giving back and it inspires you, you might be interested in Rotary. Rotary is a service organization dedicated to service above self. We come together to make the world a better place, whether it's helping food insecure families have a good Thanksgiving, or building the new pavilion down at Ocean Beach, funding a well in Africa, or working to eradicate polio. 1.2 million Rotarians around the world work to make things better. Rotarians are people of action. It's not just some folks getting together for lunch. It's people who are committed to serve, and committed to make the world a better place. We live by the four-way test. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? Interested in learning more? Reach out to me at michael at guywhonowsaguy.com or visit rotary.org. Just want to help out? If you're in New London County, visit bit.ly slash rotaryresponse. That's b-i-t dot l-y slash rotaryresponse to sign up for the Groton Rotary Volunteer Corps. We'll keep you informed of volunteer opportunities throughout the community. If you have comments, questions, or feedback on the show, email michael at guywhonowsaguy.com. The Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast is produced and hosted by Michael Whitehouse. That's me. Our theme song is composed by Patrick Howard of Four Unicorns Design. Other music and sound effects are from Benjamin Harvey Design by way of freesound.org and bensound.com. Special thanks to Pat Helmers of Habanero Media for all the great advice he gave me on relaunching the show. Find me on the web at www.guywhonowsaguy.com. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash theguywhonowsaguy. Please share links to this show with friends you think would enjoy it. This is Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, reminding you that it's not what you know, it's who you know, and how much you're willing to help them. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. 
If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect. JV-Connect.com. That's JV-Connect.com. December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.